This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. My beloved brothers and sisters, once again here in South Africa, we are speaking to you from a masjid that is empty. And you and I know that restrictions have been placed on gatherings. But my brothers and sisters, restrictions have not been placed on your worship with Allah. Your five daily prayers need to continue. And your recitation of the Quran needs to continue. Your remembrance of Allah in terms of the dhikr needs to continue. If you have the numbers, then your Jumu'ah needs to continue within your homes or within a place that is well within the precautions or the restrictions that have been placed on us. So my brothers and sisters, today I'm speaking to you to remind you that it is our obligation to be responsible when it comes to the virus, the sicknesses, the contagious sicknesses, those that we know are communicable. And there are people who misinterpret, even some scholars misinterpret the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ by saying that a disease can never be contagious. Whereas that hadith is not referring to the contagon, it's not referring to contagiousness uh, being negated, but it is saying that if you were to con contract a disease, that was contagious, don't blame the person whom you got it from, but rather it was the decree of Allah. So it is not that a disease cannot be communicated from one person to another. That is proven. It is proven that it can happen and it does happen. When they say this is contagious, it's proven. There's no debate about it, but it is only by the will of Allah that you will be you will actually be affected by a disease. You do not go to a person and say, you know what, I got the disease because of you. You got it because of Allah. But you were to be responsible because you and I know that it's proven that diseases can be communicated from a person to another, from an animal to another, from a bird to another, and so on. And this is why when we hear sometimes the scholars who say it's impossible for a disease to be communicated from one person to another, we feel very sorry for them. They haven't understood the basic hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. We should be taking precautions. We should be uh, doing whatever we can in our capacity to protect ourselves and understand it will come to you if it's meant to come to you. That does not mean that you don't take precautions. We've discussed this in the past and this is about the 10th time that I'm talking about it. We witness people who are getting the disease one after the other by the power of Allah, by the will of Allah, by the permission of Allah indeed. But communicable meaning they got it from someone. They got it from somewhere. Don't be mistaken. We, you can never remove Allah from the equation because nothing on earth happens except by the will of Allah. So being contagious is also by the will of Allah. 
and just be responsible. That's something that we need to talk about over and over again because what are we going to wait for? A time when everyone's affected and then we wake up a little bit. And like we did say, life and death is always in the hands of Allah. We're not negating that. It is. And whoever's meant to go is definitely going to go. But to be irresponsible and to use taqdeer and fate just to be totally irresponsible is something unacceptable. The same would apply to sustenance. Sustenance is from Allah. You're going to get every morsel from Allah. Does that mean you must be irresponsible, sit at home and be unemployed, don't look for a job, do whatever you want and so on and so forth and expect the morsel to drop from the skies and come straight into your mouth? Subhanallah, you need to work hard. You need to make sure you do that which you believe is beneficial for you. And then you lay your trust in Allah. A man came to Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anhu and he was supposed to be penalized for having stolen. And he comes up, wise crack. He says, well, how can you penalize me when it was written by Allah that I was going to steal? He says, well, it was written by Allah that we were going to penalize you as well. Subhanallah. So my brothers and sisters, not everyone is on the same level of health. Not everyone's immune system is the same. Not everyone uh, has perfect health or good health. People have underlying conditions. Some are elderly. We need to make sure when we get to Allah, one of the duties we had on our shoulders should be fulfilled. What is that duty? To preserve life, to protect life, to make sure that we did not waste life. So you must make sure you are responsible. Put on your mask. There's nothing wrong with that. Subhanallah. Even those who are saying and who are telling you not to put on that mask, there will come a day when they themselves will regret. But we're not going to fight with them for now. Those who are telling you there's nothing like a virus, they know there, there is something like the virus. How it started, we don't know. There perhaps is something fishy about how it started. I agree. There are questions unanswered about how it started. But the fact that it is here and it is affecting people, we cannot deny that. We see it in front of us. People say, no, nothing like that. Wait until you lose your loved one. Then let's see your mouth open. Wait until you lose. I know of entire families that have been wiped out and only a six-year-old remaining. I know of another family, only a 12-year-old remaining. Why? Because there were some people who continued telling those families, there's nothing like this. You don't need to wear a mask. Nothing will happen except by the decree of Allah. And even after the death, they continued to to tell the little children or the child left that you know what this was the decree of Allah that is a true statement but you said that statement in order for these people to be complacent and in order for these people to not to take precautions subhanallah this is ridiculous totally unacceptable all we are saying is take precautions that's it why do you take medication anyway? Be it herbal or not herbal. Why do you do that? Why do you wear a jersey from the cold or a cardigan or something to protect yourself from the weather? Why? Why do you do that? It's in the hands of Allah. You, the cold will never get to you except by Allah. Isn't that a statement of truth? Does that mean you don't wear a jersey? What is a jersey? It's taking a precaution. From what? Adverse weather. That's all it is. So if you take any form of medication, you need to understand those precautions. Do not negate your belief in Allah. In fact, they are part of your duty unto Allah to preserve your body, to preserve your health and to preserve life. That's what it is. Why do you eat? Why on earth do you eat? For what? People say, no, that's something else. No, not at all. It's also a means of living and survival. Whether you've eaten more or less, there's something else. 
But then you have people who would perhaps when they get ill or even prior to them getting ill. I've given you the example of the heaters. Why do people use hot water for what? Just take the water from the tap. Why do you take it? Why do you turn on the tap in the first place for the water to come out? If Allah wills that water will get to you in your bucket automatically. Come on, come on. Don't I sound like a fool? Subhanallah. May Allah protect us. Well, this is what some people are saying to you and your health. Imagine when your health is at stake. You don't even need to make wudu with water if you don't have the water that would, or if that water would damage and harm you and your health and would put your life at risk. You can do tayammum. Subhanallah. Tayammum is not only when there is no water. It's also when there is water, but the water is harming you or is harmful to you. We need to know this. Or between you and the water, there is a harmful creature or there is some harm. By you trying to get to the water, you're going to put your life at risk. Allah says, don't worry. Just do tayammum. Subhanallah. Why don't you say, no, I'm not going to do tayammum. Why should I do tayammum? For what? I'm going to walk straight to the water whether I die or not. You are guilty. You don't know the sunnah. Subhanallah. You obey Allah's instruction. You fear Allah. You are conscious of Allah as to the best of your ability. Allah knows what you're going through. So let's try and behave ourselves. Subhanallah. And the reason I'm speaking with so much of seriousness is because there are people of knowledge who are saying things that are so irresponsible and they begin to swear others. Notice I'm telling you what I believe without swearing anyone, without belittling people. I'm just saying, look, they are wrong. That's it. Did I call them names? Did I say bad things to them? Did I want to beat them up? No, but I'm just letting you know that this is what you should be doing. And that's the reason why we have restrictions today in this masjid. Subhanallah and many other places across the globe, not just here in South Africa, but elsewhere. There are restrictions. Follow those rules. Understand it's for your better. Things are not getting any better at the moment because of irresponsibility of people. Don't say only because of the will of Allah. It is the will of Allah indeed. But even a thief steals by the will of Allah. A murderer murders by the will of Allah. What does that mean? Does that make them free of the guilt? Not at all. They are guilty. Although what happened was the will of Allah. Because Allah gave them a choice to do the right thing and they did the wrong thing. Allah told them what not to do and that's exactly what they did. Allah told them to preserve life, to preserve the sanctity of property and so on. And they didn't. So that's the reason why they are considered guilty in the eyes of Allah. And this is why we do say, and I repeat, when you're irresponsible and you promote irresponsibility, you are guilty of causing death, which would mean a type of murder. It would. Because you would be guilty. But if you took your responsibility and if you encouraged people to be slightly responsible at least, then when people died, alhamdulillah, that would have been obviously, the death was always going to happen, but you didn't play a role in it. You were responsible. So you're not guilty. Like we said, what's going to happen is going to happen. How it happens is up to Allah. And you know what? We have been given a choice to a certain degree to do the right thing. So remember to do the right thing by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness and may he open our doors. Remember my brothers and sisters, there are so many out there who've lost loved ones. There are so many out there who have uh, lost their health. Subhanallah. They are struggling with ill health. They've recovered from the virus, but not fully because the virus has come in and 
it has actually wreaked havoc within the body of a person. Something somewhere somehow is wrong. Remember, not everyone's going to react to this virus the same way. Different people react differently. You might have come out and you, for you, it could have just been, uh, you know, a flu, perhaps maybe with very little symptoms or you might have come out of it beautifully. Others have not and may not. So this is something you need to consider. Just be responsible. And when it does come in your direction, take it in your stride. The majority will not die. They haven't been dying anyway. That doesn't mean don't be responsible, number one. And that doesn't mean that the majority are not affected very badly with the symptoms. Mm, remember that. It doesn't mean because people didn't die, you must not take it seriously. What about those who have been affected in their health for a long, long time? One wonders how long. This is what it is. So let's speak responsibly. Do you know that the conspiracy theorists... Those theories will never end. They will continue to believe that everything on earth has something hidden about it. They won't lead their lives. They won't be happy. They will continue pointing fingers at people, doubting everyone. And that's it. Conspiracy theorists, unfortunately, lead a, a very miserable life. They are unhappy with everything. They believe everyone is out to get them. They believe something or another. So it's really something you need to understand. Don't become a conspiracy theorist. Because once you do that, everything will have something underlying that's actually not there. Subhanallah. It's just you, your mind. You're just thinking that all this is there. These people did that and they want to do this and this person wants to control the you and that's why they did this and this thing has 5G and that thing has 6G and this thing is going to do that to you and that's going to do this to you and those people are controlling your mind and these people are doing this. Nothing of that nature. Nothing of that nature. My brothers and sisters, live your life, trust in Allah and stop thinking that everything has something hidden in it that nobody knows besides you. Wow, subhanallah. You lead a miserable life. Your family will become fed up. The people will become fed up. You don't even know. And you think you're the only one who's right. Actually, you're wrong. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Like I said, perhaps how this virus started, there are still a lot of questions that need to be answered. But the fact that it's here and the fact that people are just saying to you, take a few precautions. That's it. That's it. What else are you being told? Subhanallah. The vaccine, permissible. You want to take it. Subhanallah. But don't fight those who are taking it. Don't fight them. Let them take it. And subhanallah, if you've decided it's not for you, it's not for you. It's one of those things. But to come up with all sorts of weird ideas and so on, come on, think about it. I'm here telling you, stop these conspiracy theories. Don't become a conspiracy theorist. Not everything is like that. Like that. Subhanallah. If something is clear cut right in front of you, you can see it and it's there. Alhamdulillah, Allah has shown you something. Otherwise, don't just think that everything has something underlying that's there. We're taught to rule and to judge based on what's right in front of us. You can't just start thinking this is what's in their mind. This is what they're trying. This is what these people are trying. This is a pandemic that's affected the whole globe. So let's be responsible by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make dua for cure for everyone who's sick and ill. May Allah cure all of us. May Allah grant us an eradication of this virus. May Allah have mercy upon those who've passed on. May Allah make it easy for those who've lost their sustenance, for those who've lost a lot. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for everyone. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala eradicate this entire virus. 
And may Allah Almighty have mercy on mankind. Be pleased with us. Remember to get to Subhanallah. Remember to get to a solution. You need to create a link with the owner of the solution. And that's Allah. So let's engage in istighfar. Let's seek the forgiveness of Allah. Allah will open our doors. And Allah will have mercy on us. And Allah Almighty is the one who's going to solve our problems. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all. Aqulu qawli hadha. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad.